0: What's good cheers. What's good people out cheers. there Cheers cheers. <laughs> oh man you, you guys missed the secret podcast Yes, yeah, That no, will never see the light of day
1: We, 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 we tore into Into an underground Above ground hip hop icon Icon you And know,
0: it will never see the light of day
1: Emperor wears no clothes almost like, out there. You it, know what I'm it, saying it's,
0: it, like, We will probably get shot
1: You know you conspiracy theorists out there we, wears no clothes <laughs> you know, We will be probably take get it shot at me you know if, saying, is, if this podcast like saw you know, the light day, we will so. never say who that superstar's name because <laughs> we will get shots. We will get shot by their acolytes. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> like they're they're already like looking around the corner right now. Dun, dun, dun. They're, like, they're gonna like show up in the window.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I, I could talk about Beyonce. I think I'd rather face the Beehive than. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, t- t- the Beehive could come see me to death. These oh, people. Yeah. Oh, oh no, they kill your whole family. <laughs> <laughs> And your pets. And on that note, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's good, people? What's
1: good? It's Reg. It's Stone. <laughs> we're, hey, we're talking shit about somebody we can't name. <laughs>
0: oh man, um, how you doing, man? <laughs> good, good, good.
1: Um, yeah, no, it's it's, it's been a weird week in hip hop.
0: Very weird. Uh, Very weird.
1: It's been kind of besides. Uh, I think we'll we'll leave the Minaj. <laughs> Cardi B.B. B. for alone for now, because uh, that's an ongoing series, apparently. That'll be on Bravo. Starting <laughs> in November. But, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But uh, I think the big news has been kind of, kind, of, kind of hitting me, I think, a lot of people in general, was uh, the passing of Mac Miller. Yeah. Who, um, what kind of shook me about Mac Miller was he's somebody where, like, I think a lot of people, he came out and are like, who is this little white kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was little white bros kind of doing these, like, you know, passable but not great flows. Yeah. Eddie, somebody where you kind of sort of did that kind of thing where, you know, you would have a lot of like the Asheroth age where yeah. they were looking for the mythical white rapper to kind of replace Eminem, who's kind of wholesome and kind of this and that. And, you know, you know, it, it was a time where it was easy for you to kind of look at a lot of... Because hip-hop was kind of blowing up in a way it wasn't. Yeah. Where, I guess, the big Hollywood, the big money music industry was can look at it where it was a time where you see hip hop in commercials yeah. you would see shows like you know Malibu's most wanted so it was crossing over in the big way where there was this hip hop acceptance and you kind of saw as a backlash I don't even really like a backlash but as a natural progression that they were looking for a big white hope to kind of capitalize off of Eminem somebody a little bit less
0: <laughs> i mean I, I don't know if i would call him the big white hope i mean i i mean i am kind of you know he does have that fan base he does have that like college fan base um you know, I, I think you know. I, I guess like Wiz put them on because they're both from from Pittsburgh. True, you know, very true. Um, but I, you know, I, I I do have to say, you know, I I started listening to some of his older like Mac Miller's older stuff. Like, he always had a grounding in old school hip hop. Yes. So, Agreed. like, yeah, like, if you listen to some of his mixtape stuff and things like that, like, he always is trying to rap over old school hip hop beats. Yeah.
1: Like, Hence why he got sued by Lord
0: Finesse. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and this was when he was 18 years old. True, like, true, true. this is not like him being an old head, you yeah. know, like, 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 he's always kind of had that, like, you know, that, that. I, wouldn't, I don't know what to call it but he always at least had that that ear to the the ground of old school yeah but also yeah he's he's like a white kid from the midwest so he kind of still has that that overlying personality um and it's kind of interesting I mean it, i it, it's really sad because I saw his career uh progress and, and like every album i think like, he started to like explore more in terms of production and explore more in terms of you know like I mean, I wouldn't say he's, like, the best lyricist. Sorry. But explore more and, and, and kind of, like, like, like just, like, different topics and things yeah. like that. Um,
1: but I would say he had bars. He had he, bars. He had bars. He cause, had bars. Because cause I felt like what got me for being a Mac Miller fan was... So, obviously, he, you know, he came out. And I was like, it's not necessarily for me, this music. but um, And I think it's more because of the image of my own prejudices. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, but what's interesting is the fact of where he would show up on, like, mixtapes or random tracks here and there of other rappers, and they'd be like, oh, Mac Miller, why is he there? And then to, to a point where I was like, oh, shit, Mac Miller. Like, it's, it's something where it's, it, in my mind, and it, and it could be because, like I said, my own prejudices, it could just be the way kind of people are kind of marketed. But in my mind, I was like, oh, this is not a real MC." to where I would see him pop in, let's say, a, a track of, like, 2 chains or Lil Wayne to be mentioned in, like, an album. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, it's another dope MC on this album. It's, yeah. it's And then, not to say that it's a compliment to just kind of blending for everybody else, but it's a long way where I felt like people like me didn't really accept him because of what it looked like on the surface. Like, somebody who kind of got put on just because of the color of their skin, which is kind of fucked up.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he's, you know... I mean, obviously, like he has a lot of advantages being a white rapper, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I think like he kind of came about a, a bit more organically. Yes, and you know? going
1: back to your point about the old school beats, it's not like he was out there doing all these weird poppy stuff. He was somebody where it's if his if his point of view didn't hit me the way it did, it's because it's like you said, it's a Midwest kid rapping about Midwest type things. Yeah, and as he grew and like anybody else, his worldview grew. He added those things in there. So it's something where it's kind of like it, it. It took me a while, and I think a lot of people a while to kind of warm up to him. But yeah, he he, he became he became a solid ass artist. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I, you know I I I never met like uh, Mac personally. Um, I, I've met like Wiz a few times, and I know like some of Wiz's people from back in Pittsburgh. So like, um uh, but basically like he's also like uh, from what people were saying, like he's just a good ass dude. Yeah, you know, like like he didn't have. A lot of beef, and like you know, he, he like he was just a, out there, um, you know, just to be an entertainer. Yeah, like, no. he had like a very simple philosophy, I feel.
1: Yeah, even his reality TV show on like MTV was less about him, like, um, partying, was more like, oh, here are some new dudes. Yeah, like it's it's something where he took that whole idea of you know, the posse, you know, I'm gonna put out the, the, the album of oh my boys rapping on top of these rack ass beats just to give him some shine. Like, he basically had a, a, a reality TV show that was more about young rappers, which yeah. is kind of like... Yeah. And, th- and that wasn't... A, yeah. Just to exploit it. It's just like, here are some young dudes coming out there. It's cool that, like, he produced the first Vince Staples mixtape. Yeah. Like, like, he did the beat himself. He's somebody where he would... And, and and I think it's a testimonial to all those people saying who they loved him, where it's not just... It's like... It's hip-hop, to a certain extent... Even though it's all love, to a certain extent, it's not, because there is a generational divide. Of course. There's a genre divide. There's a north-south divide. There's an east-west divide. Not as heavy as it normally is, because the music has gotten a little more flatter. But um, there's still that word divide, and he's somebody where, you know, he could get shout-out by, like, Pete Rock, and he could get shout-out by, like, you know, like basically, like, Future.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, no. Definitely, definitely. And it's, and it's crazy, too, because, like, I even realized he was 26 because, yeah. I mean, he's been in the game for, for a long, a long time. time. a long time. A long time. You know, like, like eight, nine years, you know? And, and it's crazy to have this – I, I wouldn't even say, like, Mac Miller is, like, you know, like I, – I mean – He's a top rapper, but he's not like on the upper echelon in terms of sales. Like he's not a Drake. Yeah, you know he's not even a whiz to a lot of people. Yeah, you know? he's, but he's
1: not. He's not. He's he doesn't, but yeah.
0: but like you know it's crazy that he's had this impact and he's worked for all these people and he has like all these accolades and, and you know and he's not even he just he's just turned like twenty six whatever like he's he's not even thirty. Yeah, you know which is which is crazy to me. Um, he just. Like, even though, like, you know, he may not have looked old, he, like, he, I thought he was in his <laughs> 30s because I, I feel like he's been around for such a long time. You know, and, you know?
1: and, and what's cool about that is it's something where he was so kind of under the radar, you kind of forgot he was there. Yeah. And he wasn't really flashy. He was somebody who was bubbling. He was always kind of getting better. And then what's, what's kind of, I mean, it kind of sucks to kind of say this, at least externally, it seemed like he handled fame well. Like obviously it's something where and it's kinda unfortunate where obviously and I don't wanna say I, I think there's been a kinda tone where it's like he suffered from demons and like it's all this other stuff. I think sometimes it's unfair to kind of say that about addiction per se. Yeah. Sometimes you just, you're just addicted. You have that personality. It's not necessarily about anything because I think it kind of leads to the idea of where if you'll be happier, you'll be, you'll, you'll be off these drugs. Sometimes you just have that gene in you and it's a disease. It's period. Yeah. So and, But what's cool about, and, and so I don't want to kind of cast things on his life per se, but at least externally, he's somebody who seems relatively well-adjusted. Like, he's not out there, you know, throwing shoes at... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's like, he's not doing, like, crazy
0: shit. You know, you know? beefing
1: with other, you know, rappers.
0: <laughs> yeah, Showing yeah. up at, you know, high black tie events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's not doing crazy shit like that. Like, yeah. like But, you know, I, like, I remember seeing him, I forgot where, maybe it was South By or somewhere. But you could tell, like he, like you know, you could tell, like he's he was not <laughs> in his his own self. Yeah, you know, you could tell, like the drugs kind of were getting to him. Yeah, let's just put it that way. Yeah, um, and I know it's kind of something that he's been battling with. And there's an article that came out today with, like, you know, talking about Ariana Grande, like kind of was helping him try to get sober, and then, you know, like that, that they broke up, or whatever, and maybe that that was kind of a regression there, but. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, like, he, he wasn't somebody that, and you know, he's probably like me, he's probably an introvert, you know, he wasn't somebody who's, was like, that needed to be out in the streets like that. It was, yeah. I think it was only until, like, he started dating Ariana, like, he kind of became, like, a pop star. Yeah. Which you know, brings its own pitfalls and risks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the more popular you get.
1: Yeah, and then it's hard know? to be chasing after paparazzi. I remember there was that one story where they, were, I think they were like Dunkin' donuts and she was looking donuts or something. It was a silly, stupid story. Yeah. It was a dumbass story because, and like you said, they're both relatively young. Some stupid shit you probably did when you were drunk, but then it became a big story. <laughs> and it's kind of tough to kind of like live in that kind of lifestyle, like live that kind of lifestyle where, you know, you walk out and a dude comes out of the bushes. It's a weird transition. Um, but like I said, it's 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 what I think makes this death kind of hard is the fact of he seemed to be handling it well. Yeah. You know, like he's not somebody who was out there fighting paparazzi or was negative in any sort of way. He was always chilling, like enough where he had that. Uh, he was on Tiny Music where he was there with Thundercat, which I would which I would have seen because yeah. I, I would have definitely loved to see Thundercat and yeah. you know like something jazzy like him kind of kind of do in that kind of field. So it's it's interesting to kind of see like somebody who seems relative, relatively well-adjusted, kind of that happened to them. And I, I think it's it's less of a story of maybe Hidden Divas more about that. You know, we just have to be diligent in general because it can happen to any of us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, 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 you know, it, it, it's really sad that, you know, this is kind of like the third major hip-hop artist that we've lost this year. Um, You know, I guess two to overdose, like him and... and and Peep. Yeah, him and, and Peep. Yeah. And then, you know, the XXX, right? Yeah. So, and, and it's weird now because they're so fragmented that it doesn't really. I mean, Mac Miller to me is like, that was like the earthquake and like, you know, like that was like so shocking to me. Yeah. But like, we're, we're so fragmented that like it it doesn't. I don't think his death is like encouraging people to like maybe take a look at their lifestyles. Yeah. You know, which I, I. Think that we should do. I mean, like we're getting to a point in, in hip hop where at least we're talking about depression. At least we're talking about, yeah, you know, like you know, addiction. At least we're talking about these things. Yeah. Um. I think now you know the music industry industry in general, you know, there's a lack of like you know. You know, people getting help or you know lack of support systems and things like that. I, I I think you're seeing that. Yeah. You know, with somebody like Mac Miller. Um. You know, there's there's so many people I know in the music industry who, you know, they're on drugs and you know sometimes that's that's to you know for like creative outlet things like that and sometimes it's it's because they have to battle some of these demons. Yeah. And not only battling these demons but also going on stage. Yeah. <laughs> and having to be a person that. A lot of times they're they're not that actual person like in real life. Agreed. You know, so um, yeah. I mean, I, I I hope that this continues to open up the doors and like, hopefully, this can in, in, encourage people to like seek help.
1: Yeah, no, and, and I think somebody like Gucci Mane, how like he did a full 360 from where he was. Yeah. A, a, a full even even now in his because what's funny is. I, I love, and here, people out there, Gucci Mane's my favorite rapper. I'll, I'll come out here and say it. Even for like the past five years, I looked at my hard drive and I was like, holy shit, I've got hundreds of Gucci Mane songs. It took me a while to come out of the Gucci Mane closet. <laughs> but I'm here and I'm proud of the fact that I'm a Gucci Mane fan. Yeah. But even now, what's kind of interesting of Gucci Mane is that almost like posts, posts coming Clean, even if the song's about you know in the light misogyny and the flossing and everything else, he'll still talk about him being an addict. He'll, yeah. He may not spend a lot of bars when they'd be like you know I'm an addict getting money. But it's interesting where he's got an admittance where he's like, oh, I'm still an addict. And I think it's fucking awesome. I think it's kind of great where, you know, even if Juxtapose was not necessarily the most uplifting music, the fact that he could rap and do what all these other trap rappers are doing, insults so one the fact that he's like, yo, I'm, I'm an addict, and I still kind of live the lifestyle he's doing, I think it's fucking fantastic. I think it's, and, and this is why I hope that, you know, and I wish him the best, and I hope he continues on his path straight through because I think it's an example of where you can still do what you're doing without having to kill yourself without having to do for demons by yourself. He's somebody where he's able to make he made a transition from being basically the crazy dude, a dude who basically sh- tried to kill, who basically who who was shooting at Young Jeezy, who almost got killed by one of Young Jeezy's boys, killed yeah. him instead. Crazy jail stories, you know, all this shit, basically just psychosis almost. And he's somebody where he's clean and showing up on these things is looking fucking fresh and healthy and, and yeah. sexy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think it's an idea of where there is a place to be where you can actually be healthy in of the course. industry. And I think we kind of have to focus on that in general. I think it's to a certain extent, you know, I'm going to be like, it's not just internal because it's a lot of societal roles, why people are kind of getting attracted to, let's say the SoundCloud rap wave where it's very dark. It's not something that's just simple, simply just about it's being popular. It's we are living in dark times. Oh yeah. But I, I think there is a case to be made for like hopeful things. Um, with Mac Miller, though, what I kind of struck with me with his death was the fact of, and going back to my own prejudice, was the idea of where he started over here as a musician and ended up way over here, where he was somebody where it's like oh, an all right rapper at a time where there's thousands of all right rappers. Yeah. Who's somebody where like you know, well respected, a musician of his own. You know, Missy Elliott shouting him out, where he became respected. Yeah. And what's interesting about like that trajectory is that it's interesting because it makes you wonder. Like how he was able to kind of do that in the industry, was, which infamously will throw you out. Like you have that one dead record and you're out in the street. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of weird where he's kind of a layover to how back in the days you could organically go grow, grow a career where, you know, the record label would give you money, would have a debut album, it would do all right. They'd put you on tour, you know, they would make a little bit of money back, they would give you more money. So it's interesting how he was able to kind of pull that out, basically post Napster, where nobody else really is.
0: Yeah, and, and it's actually kind of interesting too, because uh, you know, like for the most part, he doesn't have like hits, right? Like he doesn't have like, you know, he's not Drake, he's no. not like <laughs> a Jay Z, like 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 you know, like I'm like he's he's not like a you know. A top forty. I mean, he's a top four artist, but he's not like a top five artist. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, like, like, like it's it's cool. I always admire people who like find their niche and like build their audience and like build a career out off of, you know, like whatever works for them. Yeah, you know. And it's cool just to see that for the most part, like he was able to do that and still be himself. Um, and still be have the room to experiment. Like he went on toward the internet as his backing band one year. Um, you know it's like like he was able to to kind of like do these things yeah and, and still kind of be midwestern you know white boy rap yeah you know which again like i i thought it was kind of cool to see that he found this lane um it's really sad too because like i haven't listened to the new album yet but you know he was about to go on tour you know like he it's not like he was like fuck the world he was like you know like hey like and i guess like his last tweet was kind of I, I wish the tour started like you know like tomorrow. And I think it's more because he was like maybe by himself and lonely, whatever. Yeah, the, um, I think
1: there was a, a line. That, not to interrupt, but because uh, you know you get bored of old interviews. I think he kind of alluded one time about how like he started doing drugs. He was like, I was at home bored basically. Like yeah. when you aren't when you aren't, and that's the thing I think about being a lifestyle. It goes to Mitski almost because she had an interview with um, um Daily Show. Mm. And she was saying how it's it's weird because of just by the nature of being an artist. Like, you're surrounded by people, but you're kind of lonely. Yeah. Because if you're touring, you're always, you're always, yeah. you, you, you have all these people around you. It's always business. Yeah. You, you, what was a creative outlet is, is basically hand-in-hand in business. So it's hard to have that safe space. And like, like you said, it's the idea of where he's just lonely and bored. And, you know, you call somebody up, you know, you watch a movie, you know, get a little high. And
0: yeah. 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 Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't you know. I there was no like uh, you know like he wasn't like trying to sabotage his career or anything. Like yeah. he, he just he got caught in a bad moment in yeah, a bad yeah. time. Yeah, with you know like whatever bad thing you know drugs or whatever he, he got caught up with. Like yeah. Um, so yeah no it's 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 it, it, you know it any death sucks but. yeah. This one, like, hit me probably, like, the hardest this year, obviously, um, since I'm, I'm more of a Max fan than, like, a SoundCloud rapper fan. But, <laughs> um, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, and he, was, and he was genuinely a nice guy. Yeah. 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 But, um, but R. yeah, know, it's it's interesting, but, like, going back to that point where, like, I'm just surprised the surprise growth he was able to have, because, uh, like, I was reading these rumors, apparently, like, Tinashe is going to be Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting he to have an artist like that who's, basically in that weird dizzy system. She's somebody where, you know, she was in a, a pop group like years ago with, um, with Haley Kayoko. I've always pronounced her name. How do you pronounce her name? Hailey? Haley Kayoko. I don't know. Yeah. But either way, she's somebody where since she's been trying to make music for like literally now 10 years, you know, ever since she was basically a preteen. And then so it's interesting where you almost have these two things where you've got somebody where they were underground. They were able to kind of organically study, hone their craft, become better artists over time, as opposed to somebody where it's literally trying to find a hit that works and then sends you out there to make 12 other songs that sound like that hit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's kind of sad. Well, well, something... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was actually kind of looking it, trying to find this article. Cause didn't she talk about this? Didn't, was, was she the one who said that, you know, she was struggling like trying to fit into like this R and B world and kind of like,
1: oh you know she was the one who was just like this only one lane for each i remember correctly now yeah she there's only one lane for each of us there's only if, yeah. if you aren't Rihanna if you aren't but again not to be funny that's bullshit because you have right now you have a her you have a SZA you've got all these other female there's a there's, a, there's been a, a turnaround to female R and B where there's a space being etched out now obviously I could be motherfucking Drake. No, nobody is not even Drake. Drake won't even be Drake in about two or three years. But I think that that was a very easy way to kind of, for her to kind of say, well, it's not me, it's you. I don't know if that's the case.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I try, I try to give her the benefit of the doubt only because, you know, I, I do think she kind of came out and, you know, she might not have had control of her own career. Like, but I, I think that's a lot of it. I think, that,
1: you know? I think that she, I think that, and I get it. The thing is, she's conventionally very pretty. She could dance and she could sing. So I could imagine you finding a manager like, oh, we could try to do something, we could throw something out there. Yeah. But I think, there's a, I think that's the issue is there's a decisive difference between that and let's say, and I hate to kind of, I want to play like be very snobby, but a Mac Miller was trying to be a musician. So like, like you pointed out, he came out playing old school hip-hop. He's somebody where he wanted to... He had a certain skill level he wanted to hit, and he did his best to to reach that skill level. Where for Tinashe, I think the reason why her career stalled is it's not like she had a certain level of, 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 of musicianship that she wanted to hit. It was a certain level of fame that she wanted to hit. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And... It, a, it's necessarily, you know. Yeah. I mean, I but I, I R and B is like a weird, weird, weird genre. Like, and female R and B is a weird genre. Like, like it, it's it's loaded with so much sexism. Agree. Agree. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't, you know, like, 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 you know, if you are a female, like, like it's only recently that you have the space to be a her. Yeah. And I would say recently, as in like two years, maybe, Agreed. you know, like, like all of these people had to kind of pave the way, like, like FK Twigs had to pave, pave the way. And like some other people had to pave the way to the point where you can kind of be a her, or you can be, you know, even like, like Solange was like her first album. Her second album was great. Um, but her first album was kind of like, what do we do with this person? Yeah. Like, it, cause you yeah. You have to fit like, the mold. They, yeah. Like, 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 like they're always are gonna push you into the mould. And I'm not even talking about just labels, but I think people's expectations. Agree. You know, like like people expect when you say female R and B black person, they expect like a Beyonce or yeah. Rihanna. You, you, and, you, know, you gotta be singing or you gotta be dancing. Yeah. Like
1: you can't you yeah. can't come out there and just make music just to make music. It's gotta be like we either want something we either you gotta bring us the gospel. Or you gotta be doing backslip on
0: stage. Yeah. So if you come through that label mindset, yeah, you're I mean, in twenty eighteen you're probably set up to fail. You know, if you come from like the indie mindset, so yeah, there's a lane for you. You know, so I I I, you know, I I wouldn't wanna like blame it all on her. Um, you know, obviously it'd be great if she had more control, you know, like she can realise her vision, but like, yeah, no, I mean R and B is fucked up, man. Yeah, is you know, fucked up. Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> I, maybe it's because I don't know it's, it's I think it's hard to I, I think it's maybe because like it's weird because you could almost make the argument hip hop as a farm team. Like you you know, you go out there, you make a mixtapes. There there seems to be a path. Yes, but with R&B, there's no real path. No. Like you, you no. don't really opening up for like her is it going to get you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: no, it, it's so, like, a driven on yeah. Like, from, from like, back in the day. Like, it's always been historically A&R-driven. Yeah, and, and you're <laughs> right.
1: It's really, because even indie rock, there's, there's paths up the ladder. Yeah. There really isn't a path up the ladder at R&B. Yeah,
0: it's like some executive or some AR has to pick you and, like, anoint you.
1: Tommy Mottola has to come down.
0: <laughs> come down from the heavens. <laughs> Point you out <laughs> and you to Mariah Carey Valhalla,
1: where <laughs> you will stay with him. Yeah, <laughs> like like uh, and, and
0: mo- more true for if you're if you're black and yeah. if you're female. Like 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 you know like like that's kind of like been the basis of, of R and B. Like it's, it's actually kind of interesting. Like R and B form team. Like that would be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, and, 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 I'm here for it. And
1: I think it'd be dope. I think. I, and the thing is, you, and I hate to say this because you do have a lot of dope R&B dudes making dope music. You know, One Oak is another person I love a lot. Yeah. You've got, and you've got even levels. Like so, but then again, that's, we're going back to the whole idea of males. It's a lot easier, I think, to become a male R&B singer or, because I think there's, a, there's that space. It goes back to the idea of concept kind of genius, where if you're a guy, you're allowed to be this music savant, this genius kind of person, where you were able to be like a sir, or you're able to be, uh, who's, the, who's the
0: trap Trap Soul, Bry- Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller,
1: you know, you're, you're this mysterious. Or, the, or obviously, the the, the 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 evergreen example, The Weekend, where you're able to be this weird genius person making all these things and all these moves. Where if you're a female singer, it feels like you're just, you're, there's some dude right behind you writing all these hits and pushing you out on stage to go do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of sucks. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no, I I I think like I like when Tonasi came out, like obviously. Because you know people don't like it when you like ruffle the feathers of the status quo, so like people kind of push back on her. But like I think she has valid points. You know, um, I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, so I will probably not be.
1: <laughs> and it's, this is rumored. It's like it's not
0: confirmed.
1: Like, like that that very certain demographic that we're not a part it, of it, is waiting for that list to come out I, on some like. I, I do say like you know she
0: sits. like she has a good agent. Like, that's,
1: you know, that's, that's a, some good exposure for that's, that's some middle America. That's some Trump exposure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. like, like uh, you know, Trump land exposure. You yeah, go out like, there, get
1: yourself, you know, maybe just do
0: some country hit stands to know it. What? You know, do what you gotta do to get paid.
1: Exactly, man. Do what you I, gotta I, do. I will not hate of, on a POC <laughs> getting that money.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, on that note, new music-wise, what I have been listening to... Speaking of 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 musical savants, <laughs> Masego, <laughs> 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 who is basically young cats, uh, twenty five, and like um, honestly, when I first heard about him, I was like, uh, just cause you know everything has to have a hook now. No- yeah, yeah, Nothing's yeah. ever normal. Every, everything's got to be. There's got to be a reason why somebody. It, it, we, you can't just have dope music. Yeah. I've got to sell you on why. The music has to be. You yeah. know, why you have? To, why you have to? What lifestyle will this music be the soundtrack to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently for Masego, you know, it's trap house jazz. <laughs> so perhaps you know you moved up a little bit in the system. You know, you're still dealing, but maybe higher end. You've got higher end. You know. Yeah. Maybe maybe you're in a you're in a state where marijuana is not legal, but you've got you know lawyers, doctors as a clientele. You know, maybe perhaps you've got a young lady over at the same time before you make your drop you you put a little bit of Masego on there and bam <laughs> scene is set <laughs> but uh but long story short what i like about Masego is the idea of where we had this discussion a couple of episodes ago about how speaking of how it's tough to be a female r&b singer it's kind of hard to be like a traditional r&b singer period
0: yeah
1: and that, that space really isn't there where you got to either be really atmospheric. You know, going back to the weekend school, your Byron T- uh, Tiller um, school, or you got to be very trappy, maybe more like your Jeremiah. And so- Grandma. Jeremiah. <laughs> but, um, But with him, he's kind of trying to, I guess, you know, feed old the masters. Yeah. So a lot of the songs in the album kind of drop between, you know, the trappy behind it. It's a little more upbeat, something you could almost, I will not say play, get played in the club, but definitely something you could ride around to. Some shit is straight up quiet, so my parents would love. Yeah. And since he's Jamaican, or at least with Jamaican roots, it's at least one track, maybe even two, where it's very heavy Jamaican feel. Yeah. So he's somebody who's trying to, like, capture all those markets. And the thing is, is he does it really well. Like, he's definitely a talented-ass motherfucker. Like, these songs are actually pretty good. They're catchy. Yeah. He's somebody where it's kind of cool. Somebody, I, I guess it's cool to hear somebody try to bring actual, genuine R&B songcraft like Anthony Hamilton. Yeah. And kind of update it to what the kids, the kiddies are listening to nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's what's
1: up. Yeah, and then so that's a dope one I've been listening to a lot. And then um, another one I've been listening to, which is a little weird, a little off kilter. All right, so bear with me. All right, I'm gonna set the scene, guys. So now it's uh, it's 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 the early aughts. Okay. We're out there. You know, things things are different. Drugs are different. It's the best of times. It's, it's the, best the worst of times. of times. It was when gentrification was early, where your rent was still cheap, but you could, <laughs> but you still had upgraded snapples in your local bodega. <laughs> You could get that Kiwi shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it was a good time. So um, during that time, he had a little weird, and I felt like it was unfairly maligned, uh, a genre called Electroclash. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I believe the big man out of that was Fisher Spooner, who recently came back with, fun fact, Michael Stipe. From REM, basically produced the album for them. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. But um, you know, it, and it was kind of a callback to like '80s new wavy, but a little more upbeat, a little more dancey. Yeah. Um, you had a band around then called, called Adult, who were Detroit based. So they're husband and wife. And uh, what's interesting about them, what I liked about them, was that they had a perfect aesthetic. She was a photographer, mm-hmm. um, already an artist in their own right, and so everything they did was very well positioned. Yeah. The titles were very stark. And they had a very weird thing about <laughs> interior decorating. Okay. Like a lot of the song titles and album titles were like this passionate furniture. and But the thing is, what was cool about them was that uh, they had an edge to them. And it was very much a well-manicured world. Now, obviously, because, you know, like all rockers, sometimes they would dip a little bit into, like, noisy industrial stuff. Mm-hmm. It would get a little bit aggro, a little yeah. more punk, a little more, more experimental. But what kind of reason why I watched them a lot of times was because they generally had some, like, nice, dope, classic Detroit bangers. Yeah. And, um, like, house bangers, or techno bangers, I just to say, specifically. Because I remember they played Movement, like, a couple of years ago, also, when Kraftwerk nice. played. So I was like, oh, it's nice. so go to come out. Yeah. And so they dropped a new album relatively recently. And- and it's not as experimental as some of their other stuff is, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. Yeah. They've toned it down a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's cup of tea. It's definitely more 9 nails than it is the fresh Mode at times. Yeah. But it's still cool kind of seeing an artist kind of still kind of pushing paradigms, kind of still doing what they're doing. Wow, got to be 20 years now pushing, if you think about it, from early aughts to like now. Yeah. At least 15 plus. Yeah. And, um, and it's a pretty just a solid work. And it still has a lot of the good things I like that I liked about them from way back in the days. So, um, so yeah, so it's, so basically it's a, it's a record called my behavior mm-hmm. and it's just a little dope, little, like it's, I said, I'm not going to say that you should go out there. Oh, sorry. This behavior. So I'm not going to be like, you're going to go out there and pump it at your, at your next barbecue. Yeah. But if you want something that's like a little cool, a little edgy, a little aggro,
0: it's, it's this fun kind of music to listen to. So yeah, that's us up. Yeah. That's us up. And uh- Yep. Yeah. So, oh, uh, I was just gonna say. Um, so I haven't listened, not been listening to any new music, but <laughs> I just started this and I want to shout them out. So have you heard of this uh, YouTube channel called Colors?
1: No, that sounds a little gang related. T stand <laughs> up, great movie, guys.
0: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I I haven't been listening. Well, I have, but uh, I'm in the middle of, of changing from Apple Music to Spotify. Like oh, so it's announced. a whole, it's a whole like look at you. I Look, mean, you got
1: the new iPhones that came out, man. Why are you gonna sell out now? Come <laughs> back, come back to the fold, baby. It's
0: it's like moving uh, like apartments. It's like it's it is like it's like, like, it is like, like yeah, gotta
1: give things away, give apps away. Yeah, it's you know like, what I'm saying? like 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 the, the whole like
0: on? lists and playlists and shit like that. So it's gonna yeah. take some time. That so like, music was my music, a was a bitch. like my new music, has been in flux. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Colors is a YouTube channel. I think they're based out of Berlin. And it's like a really simple premise. It's basically an artist and a background and the background changes' like a different color. and that's it. And the artist <laughs> sings their song And it's, it's it's actually like really cool. like it's it's like you, i've I've fallen into the wormhole of like uh, of this and you know like they, it's like they've had so many different emerging artists come on. um like Gold link has been on. I think it's oh, nice. one of the, like one of the top shows uh, has been on like a What's few this? times. Uh, there, you know, like there's just like a lot of like, you know, like I see has been on there. Um, there's just like a lot of like, you know, like European artists too. So like a lot, a lot of like UK R and B and UK grime artists has been on there. Uh, ah, shit. Who's the dude? Uh, gigs has been on there, Giggs. <laughs> them. you know? So like, like it, it, it's like, it's a really cool, like, simple concept i wish i thought about <laughs> i thought of <laughs> it's literally just you know there's a it's, there's a different color background for each show and there's a microphone and the artists just like perform you know and it's just like one was like really you know it should be um you know like more complicated but it's not <laughs> <laughs> you know um just kind of, I'm actually kind of looking here, like uh, Billy Eilish, My Homegirl's been oh, on there. Oh shit, the streets <laughs> approve. M- Masego has 18 million views. Oh shit, good for him. Yeah, oh, My Homegirl Mahalia's been on there. So like, there's there's a few people that've been on there that are just you know like not uh, super popular. But if you're in you know kind of like the underground music circles, like you know like you've heard them, um, and it's a big deal to get like a color show. You know, and these shows are pulling like millions of views. So, uh but I think it's mainly European, like since I they're based in Berlin. They have like a bunch of artists from the UK and France and stuff like that. Like, it hasn't really popped off in the states. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a, it's a really cool concept. So uh, I, I I fell down on another warm warm hole of theirs like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like last, like, uh, two nights ago, I'm just like, oh shit. So, uh, yeah, shut them out, you know. There, it's kind of like the, like, if you want to do, like, like artsy European tiny desk concert.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, nice. That's, that's probably
0: the best way to put it.
1: Oh, okay. yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> last one I fell into, you're gonna love this, uh, synthesizers. Mm. So these things called modular synthesizers were basically, is this almost like building computers where it's like little, little square pieces of, like, instruments and yeah. synthesizers and they're making these huge monstrous like mega boxes and then they'll have synths together so basically there's a youtube channel where they'll just kind of plug them all together and then make a little beat and then kind of su- so it's like it's weird it's almost like it's <laughs> <a> smooth techno <laughs> <laughs> like like sunday King smooth techno <laughs> all you see are these, and then what's funny is they'll actually so you've got all these huge machine machines why yes yeah, yeah. the whole idea is that you're plugging each synthesizer into other synthesizers to basically modulate sounds. Yeah. So a shitload of wires, but then they'll have like you know like a little lamp and a little bonsai tree. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little picture of a forest in the background. It's all of, you know crystals. <laughs> so it's like very zen. So that's that last time I kind of fell into a weird YouTube wormhole. Yeah. No, <laughs>
0: the wormhole is real, man. Yeah, man. It's I've, real.
1: I fall into I. My favorite is still trap. Because <laughs> you'll you'll start like watch like you know some young dude somewhere in like Alabama shit. You know, some good ass one ass. You know, like mm-hmm. like a like one hit wonder, but his bangs. Yeah. And then suddenly you just end yeah. up in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what hood you're in. And suddenly you're like, it's like this dudes out there throwing up signs and like fucking in Moscow. <laughs>
0: you, you know what's so funny? Like I, I so I went to like a. a a Chicago drill wormhole. Oh, wow. But apparently there's London drill.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, yes, I heard
0: about London drill. And, like, London drill, like, they're like, oh, we started this first, and they're beefing with Chicago. I
1: don't know know if anybody, (laughs) like, I I know they got, there's crime everywhere, but there's a big difference between somebody getting stabbed to death and five London, reviews getting shut
0: up at a party. London is gully, though. You know, um, London is
1: gully. They'll, and, and the acid shit. You know, it's, I, I'm just, I respect London's gangster. <laughs> but all I'm saying is
0: if I had to choose a so hut to walk through. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it started with, like, the, the Chicago drill and then it ended up in London drill. And then it was like Chicago versus London. And then there's, like, this, like, YouTube documentary. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> tracing like chicago and london and like what started first and like so youtube is shit like they'll take all your time (laughs) and you gotta watch all those ads so (laughs) you
1: know what's weird to me about drill music in general it's still just like trap to me like it's nothing where like there's obviously certain things where signifiers are a little different but it's hard for me to to get shot i be honest. You're going to
0: get shot and stabbed.
1: No, my thing is like obviously the beats are more amped up and the beats are more hardcore, but it's almost like then we could make the argument, oh, you ready for this? And I could say Waka Flocka was a first drill artist.
0: You're about to get shot. You know what I'm saying? The Chicago people want to shoot you. I'm the saying, London people want to stab you.
1: Simple ass trap beats, <laughs> aggro amped up. I know exactly. Shot and stabbed. <laughs> Cockney accents is there. (laughs) Throwing pints at me and shit. Oh, God.
0: We just lost our whole
1: UK audience. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. Look, look, look. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think most people in the UK would say, look, again, I am from Brooklyn. I grew up in the crack era. Still, I will not want to be in Chicago in 2018.
0: True. True. But I, I, I will watch my back in London. Oh, that's all. Of course, no, absolutely, no. I'm not not saying. I'm saying, sweet, not at all,
1: not at all. I'm just saying, you know, you you can kind of survive a stabbing a a little better than you can. You could a four or five to the face. You
0: could, yeah. And on that, and on that note, (laughs) stop the violence out there. (laughs) We're all in the same gang. Yeah, we're
1: all in the same gang. You know, there's only one The only one thing out there, love. We're all hip-hop fans out there.
0: All lives matter, guys. All, 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 all lives matter? All lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Gosh. Uh, so if you haven't unsubscribed by now. Yes. <laughs> you can
1: catch us uh, <laughs> every week, same time, same channel. But we have <laughs> various nations of various
0: fandoms <laughs> <laughs> as always thanks for all your support uh thanks for like spreading the word you know or to find us on all the social media channels uh yeah and just uh keep listening
1: yeah, and keep pushing it forward and we'll see y'all in a week
0: peace, peace.